Hello, and welcome to Conversating with Carmen and Christina. I'm Christina. And I'm Carmen. And today we are going to talk about the Batman, the newest <laughs> Batman film. I was calling it uh, Batman for the longest, and then I actually realized it's the Bat. Why the Batman? You know more about <laughs> this than I do. I have no idea why it's the Batman. I don't know. When they were choosing film titles for this one, they didn't consult me. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. So before we talk about this, I know we have different, like varying levels of uh, like engagement and, and history with this franchise, which Batman is DC, not Marvel. Um, so what have you seen? Oh my goodness. So I am a huge Batman fan. I'm a huge DC fan. And so, um, I mean, of course, most recently I saw the three Christian Bale Batman films. The, um, That's Batman, the Dark Knight the, one? Yeah, The Batman okay. Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. And then I also saw um, the Ben Affleck Batman films. And so, you know, most recently I saw both Ben Affleck and Christian Bale as Batman. And then now we have Robert Pattinson as the newest one. So, um, yeah, I've seen them all. And yeah, I have different thoughts about all of them. And then, of course, you know, we have our new Catwoman on this new one, Zoe Kravitz. Most recently, Anne Hathaway was Catwoman with the um, Christian Bale movies and then with Ben Affleck. I don't think they gave him one yet. <laughs> okay, so that so, so I was looking. So I had to look at this up on Wikipedia because, like, I know very little about Batman. So I remember hearing all of this talk about Ben Affleck as Batman, but then I never remembered a Batman movie. But I guess it was the what, like, Batman versus Superman. Um, was he in any of the others? Yeah. So basically, he was um, in a. a multiple times we have seen him as Batman. I would say that, you know, of course the Batman super one, Superman one would be the kind of biggest thing because it's like, he's right there in the title. But um, yeah, so Batman uh, versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, he was Batman. And then again in the Suicide Squad and then um, Justice League. Yeah, so he's been Batman a few times. Okay, so I've only seen the second Suicide Squad, not the first one, so I would have missed them. Um, okay. Yeah, so, and, and like, you know, <laughs> one of my all-time favorite Batman movie, um, like, moments was actually in the Justice League. It was so hilarious. So um, the Flash asked Batman, what's your superpower? And he said, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like... Funny. I feel like that's kind of common, even not even just with like not in DC and with Batman, but like Iron Man's kind of similar too. Like in Marvel, like he's rich and he creates the technology to be able to do what he does. Right, definitely, and and I do feel like with Batman, he he does have other superpowers besides being rich. I think that was just a hilarious line, but he also has super martial arts skills and super intelligence and. I, I do think, you know, he's not just rich. So, okay, super martial arts skills, like, is he just very good at martial arts or is it like actually like a super kind of magic strength? 
No, I mean, one of the reasons why I love this particular comic book character so much is because he doesn't actually have any like superpowers, like a supernatural magical power, but it's just superpowers that were like kind of like a self-taught power or a power that was taught by somebody else. So like, for example, with the martial arts, um, he trained under Raz al Ghul, who is a, a member of the um, League of Assassins. He, well, he's actually, usually he's kind of in charge of the League of Assassins, really. Okay. And, you know, that's like a ninja type thing. So he had like this like ninja training. And so he, he's been trained and he trained really hard for a long time to get those skills that kind of developed into a superpower, but it, nothing magical, just like hard work. And, and so I love that about him. Like, yes, even though he's rich and blah, 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 like he worked really hard to get those martial arts skills. I don't know if that like makes me, you know, kind of more interested in the person or not, because like from a, you know, realism standpoint, yes, it's kind of cool to think that, you know, if I had money and a lot of willpower that, you know, I could become a superhero with, you know, a little bit of effort. But on the other hand, it is kind of cool to think that, you know, uh, just to think of, of like the magic, you know, superhero powers, because I don't know, I would just want cool ones. Um, but yeah, so my Batman experience, I think I've only really seen that period of the Batman in the 90s. And I was trying to look at it to figure out which ones I had seen. So there was Batman and Batman Returns. And I think those were the ones that were directed by Tim Burton. And I think both of those starred Michael Keaton. And they also had uh, Jack Nicholson as the, as the um, Joker and Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. And mm-hmm. I know that I saw the one that Batman Returns was Danny DeVito was Penguin. I don't remember if I saw Batman. And then they had Batman Forever, no, yeah, Batman Forever. And that was the one with Val Kilmer, I think. And then Batman and Robin with George Clooney. So I definitely saw that one. I remember that one the most. I love it because it's just fun and campy. I I can't remember if I saw Batman forever. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess that that says all that needs to be said about that. You can't even remember if you saw it or not. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, it came out in like 95. So... Maybe, did I, where was I living? Okay, wait a second. Let me think about this. I was, okay, so 95. I know I would have been moving. To, maybe I didn't see it. Yeah, well, I mean, 95, you were a child. Who remembers all the childhood movies they saw? Yeah, I mean, especially because these, these Batmans kind of seemed kind of interchangeable. Um, so do you have, so I can't remember if you said, is who's your favorite ben, um, Batman? Was it Ben Affleck or a different one? I mean, I would definitely say out of all the Batmans, Ben Affleck would be my favorite one. But I would also like to be honest and say that I, I am biased because I am a Ben Affleck fan because um, so Ben Affleck and Matt Damon they graduated from the same high school as me and grew up in the same hometown so they're kind of like you know it's like a hometown hero type of thing so um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit biased but yes I do feel like Ben Affleck was a really good Batman and he was a good Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne and Batman 
are not the same characters and some actors may be good in one of those roles but not both but I felt that he did well in both I also enjoyed Christian Bale as both Batman and Bruce Wayne um so I would say Ben Affleck number one um Christian Bale number two and um I guess I would give third place to Robert Pattinson Okay, so my first one is going to be, I think Clooney, probably because I can remember him the best. Um, and I kind of like that movie, even though look, it, it's, it's silly and campy, but it was fun. Um, I did not see the Christopher Nolan ones with Christian Bale. So I have no opinion on those. Um, yeah, that is <laughs> pretty much my opinion there. Well, but okay. <laughs> You listed Robin Pattinson as your is your third favorite Batman. So like, okay, and this is this is the one who was he, he was headlining the Batman. So yeah, and but, so you know he was not my all time favorite, but he wasn't horrible in the role, and and so yeah, I mean he gets the number three spot. Um, and then also I would like to talk about the various Catwomen's that have you know had the role throughout the years. Yes. And so one of the things I love about the Catwoman character is there have been so many different types of women who've played this role. We've had um, Eartha Kitt, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, Halle Berry, and Hathaway, and now Zoe Kravitz. And so I just really appreciate that it's just so many different types. Because with some characters and comic book characters, they look a certain way every single time you see them. Like, for example, every time somebody plays the role of Batman, this person always fits the same general description. They really, they really do. That, and I, I think that's why also, too, I can never remember because, like, it's all kind of, like, interchangeable white guys of a certain, you know, build and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, they all look alike, but they do fit the same description. But with Catwoman, they all look completely different it's like you have blondes and and brunettes and and white women and black women and all different types of women and I I appreciate that yeah I was trying to look up to see because the one I remember like I said I I saw you know Michelle Pfeiffer first um and I saw of course pictures of you know Halle Beard because Halle was in her own movie Mm -hmm. right yeah she had her own standalone movie and I think, didn't she, didn't she get, it was nominated for a Razzie for that one? Um, you know, there may have been some people who didn't like it, but um, whatever. She was Catwoman in her own Catwoman movie and, and she looked good. You know, look, I will say one thing about all of the women who play Catwoman, I think that they have, they have all looked really good. Zoe was actually, I think, the one who felt most different like the other ones, I feel like I always felt like this very distinct, you know, like Selena Kyle Catwoman type of vibe. She felt a little bit different. What did you, did you feel that? Or like, am I just, am I off base here? You know, I do think they did some things different with this character and with this relationship with Batman, different than what we've seen before in some other movies and in different um, iterations of the comics like different comic storylines have gone a million different ways with these two um, but yeah I definitely think that that there is something different a- about this and it I mean 
it's interesting. Okay, so because, you know, again, I'm a new peer, the relationship usually between Batman and Catwoman, because here they seem to be like allies, like they seem to work together. Um, they seemed maybe even to have kind of a, I don't know if it's like a romantic interest or whatever, but I feel like in other iterations, it's been a bit more adversarial. Yeah, um, you know, it's varied widely. Um, so let's see. I think one of the things that's pretty different here in this movie is there's definitely been some iterations of it where Batman and Catwoman, they know each other and they interact in a certain way. But then Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, they know each other and they interact in a certain way. And it takes a while for Bruce and Selena to realize that the other person is Batman and Catwoman. And like, there's this one comic in particular where they're interacting both in and out of the costume, but they're unaware that they have these secret identities. And then Bruce and Selena are about to get intimate for the first time, clothes start coming off. And then somebody notices a tattoo that's like the same tattoo as the, the secret identity. And then it's like, oh my goodness. Like I had no idea this was the same person, which was an interesting reveal. Um, so they've played around with that. And then, um, I mean, there's just been so much um, that's happened throughout the years. Cause these are old characters. Like they've done so, oh, and then there's this one comic where Catwoman, Poison Ivy and the Canary, the, those three girls, they kind of team up and start working together as mm -hmm. kind of like villains. But Catwoman is kind of playing both sides because she's also in love with Batman. And then um, eventually I think she does just kind of like give Batman like the information or whatever. And she just kind of completely goes off into the good side with him um, in some of those storylines. But yeah, Catwoman is an interesting character, especially because she does a lot of times play both sides of both kind of a villain, but then also she has this love for Batman, which kind of um, makes her kind of act heroically sometimes as like an ally to him. But okay. then she's also an ally to other villains at the same time sometimes. But her real true ally, when it comes down to it, she kind of usually always chooses Batman. Okay. So Batman and Poison Ivy, and I remember Poison Ivy um, was who uh, Uma Thurman played in the Batman uh, and Robin movie. And then Black Canary, what or Canary, is, is that Black Canary, is that who, um, oh, J uh, Journey Smollett played in um, mm -hmm. the Birds right. of Prey? Yeah, so in Birds of Prey, um, Canary was Journey Smollett's character. And I think they're actually planning on doing more with Harley Quinn and, and, and the Canary and, and various female characters, which I think would be great um, for DC to kind of show more love to the ladies and, and do something more with those characters because there's a lot of, of female characters that are both villains and heroes that I would love to see more of. And actually I'm interested in that. I, you know, clearly as you guys can tell, don't usually give a fig about this type of universe, but I went to see Birds of Prey in theaters um, when it came out. And for, like, there were some things that I was lost on, but for the most part, I really enjoyed it. And I, I really liked Harley Quinn. And I think Margot Robbie does a really great job in that role. She's just so, you know, 
delightfully zany. Mm -hmm. um, and the soundtrack, if you have not heard it for Birds of Prey is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I did enjoy Birds of Prey. And that was actually, I think, the last movie that I saw in theaters pre-COVID. Um, so <laughs> I, I can remember if mine, if that was mine or if it was Emma, because I know I, those two came out around the same time. But one of those two was the last one. I And actually, I remember because I was in Austin and I was at the Alamo. And I love the Alamo because it's a great theater. You get to reserve your seat. They are good seats. And they have like an, a whole in-house dining thing. So like you can order and they have this like really great freaking burger and like their cookies were like warm and delicious. And I'm sorry, I'm getting off. Like, I am so bitter that I don't have that anymore. <laughs> I went to the movie theater here like once to see Sing um, a few months ago and we got popcorn, which is fine. But like after the Alamo, I was just like, oh, popcorn. What is this? Where's my parents were peasants. <laughs> That's really how I felt. Like I could have gotten alcohol delivered mm -hmm. to, my, to my table or not my table, my seat. Sorry, we're getting back on track here. Right. Yeah, but definitely, you know, um, the, the Birds of Prey, that was a great DC movie. And um, and this, what we're talking about right now, the Batman is the newest DC movie Um that was in theaters and is now on HBO Max. I think it's also in theaters as well. Yes. I So there's a, every time I go to Publix, there's a guy who's like really into uh, superhero uh, films. And so he will talk to me. I don't know why. I don't know if maybe he, I, I don't know if I was wearing a shirt, if I whatever, but he, every time I go, he talks to me about these different movies and he'll talk to me about the differences. And I am just like, good for you buddy I do not care like, yeah I can't wait to see Batman I will not be there but rock on <laughs> I don't know what else to say okay so um, go ahead yeah no so just you know getting back to the Batman so we did both watch it we watched the entire thing it was I think the running time is what like two hours 56 minutes and 10 seconds something oh. along those lines yeah, I think once you took away the credits, it was like two hours and 50 minutes. So it was, in my opinion, unnecessarily long. So unnecessary. <laughs> and, and I want to say this because I know some people have this thing where like, oh, well, people, you know, don't have the attention spans and only like short movies. I can hang in there with long movies. Look, the Titanic, I was in there. I watched, there's this movie, The Nightingale, that was like three hours, riveted. I can hang in with a long movie. I, I, I write long. This was just a bit, um, little, little, little bit much. Yeah, it, it was. And, you know, I'm a Batman fan, but I, I thought it was too long. And the thing is, though, after I watched the entire thing, I was trying to rack my brain and really trying to think like, okay, what could have been cut? and still tell the same story that, that these storytellers are trying to tell, but make it shorter. And I really couldn't think of anything in particular that they should have removed. So, so yes, I, I would have appreciated it being a little bit shorter, but I don't know what should have been cut. You know, it, it's interesting watching this because it like, I think in order to really get into these movies, 
you have to buy into the world of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Like, you just kind of have to accept that this is a place and that we're... And it's so weird because, I mean, we watch a ton of film, we watch a ton of TVs, and I think a, t- a ton of TV. And I think you already kind of have this, like, suspension of, of belief or whatever. It was a little bit harder for me. And I think maybe because I'm not in this world frequently. So it was very interesting when they're, you know oh, the Riddler, and, you know, he left this message and, you know, Batman and Gotham and, you know, whatever here. And I'm just sitting here like, and, and I remember just looking at these actors and like, because they have some good actors, Jeffrey Wright, who I loved in here, who I thought was phenomenal, who I think is phenomenal and everything. But, you know, I'm just sitting here like these actors are just really seriously with their little hearts, just mm-hmm. there in Gotham. And I think that's great. But, you know, me, I could not quite... I, I don't think I quite bought, bought into it yet. And, and I don't know why. I I love the world of Gotham. I would love to be one of the actors in, in one of these films. I, I love that whole universe. And the thing for me that I love so much about, you know, DC more than Marvel and Batman more than Superman. And, and what I really love about these characters is I love that they're so dark and, and, and gritty and they're not all happy and smiley with these big bright colorful col- colors but it's like Gotham and like this whole universe it's it's a lot darker and you can tell visually with with just like the darkness and the color palette that's that's used visually throughout the movie you don't see like these bright happy colorful colors or whatnot um, I wonder if I like that, that was the issue for me though sorry to cut you off like I just wonder if that's it because I never had problems buying into like Birds of Prey because it kind of felt like, you know, it, it, it felt larger than life. And here, I think the way that it's shot, you look at it visually, it looks like 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 a film noir. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's not like, you know, Humphrey Bogart, you know, as, as some gumshoe, it's Gotham and Batman. And it's kind of, it feels, sometimes I think it feels like a disconnect for me. Mm. Interesting. And that's funny because that's, you know, one of the things that I love most about Batman is that that dark, gritty, like a film noir type of feel and, and style to it. So, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just odd how that, you know, that that kind of goes along because I, I think that there were some things that were just really cool, but I think just watching it, you know, that kind of was a disconnect the other thing and this is just a small technical thing the sound was driving me crazy because sometimes it would talk people would talk and it would be loud or you know something would happen it would be loud and then the other and I've noticed this in a lot of films then when characters are talking like a quiet scene you cannot hear their freaking dialogue and I'm like why do people not want us to be able to hear what you are saying you know it's very interesting that you mentioned that because I experienced the same problem, but I thought like, oh, well, this is just my TV, but apparently it's not a problem with my TV since you were experiencing it as well. So, and, and I watched it on my computer. And so like, it just felt like I was always constantly having to like adjust the levels. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And, and I didn't do level adjusting. I just did like struggling to hear. And sometimes I would just kind of like move my body a little bit closer to the TV and like really trying to see like, you know, what are they saying? But, um, 
Yeah. Oh, I definitely <laughs> threw on the subtitles after a while. I was like, y'all, you know what? If y'all aren't going to let me hear anything, then at least I'm going to read your lips. I, 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 there is a good portion of this film. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what for, I don't, I don't know what was happening. If it was not for the Wikipedia plot uh, recap, I would be completely lost. Yeah. And, and maybe when it comes to like cutting things to make it shorter, maybe that should have been the solution because I feel like maybe you would have been able to more easily understand what was going on if, um, if, if, I don't know, like the, the plot, it, 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 it could have been maybe kind of clearer and there were various things that happened that um, I, I could see why there could be some confusion. I will say that I do think that I started enjoying it better towards the end. And also once I finally gave in and read the, the plot summary, because I, I don't think that I tried not to read it, um, but I think I gave in around the point where um, Batman is talking to, or Bruce Wayne is talking to Al Alfred. Yeah, his name's Alfred. Alfred, yeah. So after that, I think I read some of it. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. And so once that happened, it kind of was like, okay, it's a little bit more interesting. I'm a little bit more buying into it. Yeah. I, I agree also, like for me, I feel like, you know, the, once it started getting more into it, it, it did become more enjoyable. So, okay, Selena Kyle, because one of the big plot threads for her was she was like seeking revenge on her father. Yeah, so I think for her, her main motivation was revenge for her friend, right, but I right. think also for her father because her friend got killed. So she, she needed vengeance for that death. But then also her father abandoned her. So I think she wanted some money from him because she felt that that was owed to her. But then she also wanted whoever killed her friend to, to be killed and, and pay for that crime. So I think those were her two motivators. But I think her friend's death may have been the stronger motivator than um, the, the money from her dad. Okay, that makes sense. And so, yeah, and then I was going to, because they had the penguin, but he wasn't very penguinish, Right. And I feel like, honestly, in this movie, he did seem kind of irrelevant and unnecessary. He didn't really do anything. Um, so maybe I think, you know, one of the things that probably needed to be cut was that particular character because he was there, but for no particular purpose or reason, I, I don't think he needed to be there. And, I, and again, like I'm trying not to compare because again, I know that they are different directors. I know they're different stories and I know they're, you have to kind of look at them as, you know, I guess different worlds in a way. Mm -hmm. Look at these things. But like, I think maybe I was a little spoiled with like remembering Danny DeVito as Penguin. Like it was very clear. Now, of course, like, you know, it was made by Tim Burton. So of course it's a much campier film, but you know, that stood out even if I don't remember exactly what was happening like I remember him in that role and that character so this felt a little bit like mom -bom. yeah yeah I uh, see that definitely I will say that I was it took me a little while to decide how I felt about Robert Pattinson as Batman when I first came in here until I read um that this is Batman 
who's he's been or Bruce Wayne after he's been operating only for two years. So it seems to be an early iteration of Batman, like a Batman who's still finding his feet. And I think like when I saw earlier, like with George Clooney or, you know, um, Michael Keaton, that seemed to be a Batman who had been operating for a while. So he was a more, you know, assured, more confident, more, you know, a, a, a Batman who's been doing it a little bit. Um, so once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, his portrayal makes a bit more sense. It does. Um, but I also think that that was something in that movie that wasn't made clear. The fact that he's just been doing this for two years. Um, I, I think that that should have been more um, like actually like specifically mentioned. Because um, if it was mentioned, I don't recall it, it being said, but he, he did seem, um, you know, like a newer Batman. But it was just kind of odd because... I, I didn't know this piece of information until after I had already watched the movie and it said so on Wikipedia. Right. And I, I think that, um, yeah. And like, I think in the beginning when he was showing up to the crime scene, all of the cops were like, why did you bring him? And, you know, Jeffrey Wright was like, you know, he's here. We're, we're bringing him in because he's going to help. And so, whereas I feel like in other Batman movies, like people seem to want Batman to come and help. And this, he was kind of treated as, you know, like the annoying redhead stepkid child. Yeah, but like when I was seeing that, I wasn't aware that the reason why was because he was he was newer. Like, I didn't know maybe it was those police officers that were newer and, and they didn't know, like, he's the Batman or, you know, I, I, I didn't get it. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, which fair enough. And I think that they could have, they, they definitely could have uh, set that up a little bit um, better. Yeah. It, it, I, I think it's an interesting one. Again, you know, I think for me, it's, I, I just have to kind of re, you know, kind of, uh, oh, oh, what is it? I just have to kind of fig- refigure out and change my mindset. Cause I think I'm used to more more camp and more over the topness when it comes mm-hmm. to Batman. And this kind of felt like it was trying to make a, you know, a grittier, you know, more realistic uh, Batman. Yeah. And, and DC has been doing a lot of those types of movies for quite a while. Like the Christian Bale ones, the Ben Affleck one, like those were all grittier. And um, like, if you saw the Joker movie, the one with Joaquin Phoenix, oh my goodness, that is so dark wow like it's not funny at all his name might be joker but it was not funny well i mean this guy's name was riddler and you know <laughs> although i will say it was kind of funny where he was like hey and when he was on the talking to people on the internet thank you for all of your help on with the detonators and i was like jesus christ <laughs> um, it was also very interesting to me because well one, I feel like the Riddler of, oh, who was it? Jack Nicholson with the, wasn't he the one with like the funny face or like that weird smile or something? I think that was the Joker. No, okay, now I'm going to have to go look it up. I think but Jack while, Nicholson was Joker. I, okay, you know, I ain't seen the like two of these. So um, we're going to know Batman Returns. And if my computer wants to tell me, the cast was to Danny DeVito, Michelle, blah, 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 Kristen Walken. 
Um, where the heck is he? My, no, Michael Keaton is Batman. Okay, I'm going to get back to you on this one. But my point is, um, when you saw the Riddler in this one, and his face was like, he just, like, the, just the disconnect between this, this, this uh, idea that you have of this Riddler character and like who ended up being just like this normal geeky dorky looking guy it, mm-hmm. like, it was just it was just so different yeah you're right jeff nicholson was the joker why do i remember a riddler he was the he was the joker in um the batman movie the 1989 one so i guess i did see that one yeah mm-hmm. billy d williams was in that one my mother uh loves billy d williams <laughs> I feel like every black woman of a certain age did so uh, that is probably why I have seen that one <laughs> yeah oh who did he end up who did um the Riddler end up talking to in the cell like when he was in jail or when he was in the mental institution and he started making a friend was that the vengeance guy that they had stumbled over later or was it somebody else did they ever say you know I don't think they ever said who he was he was giggling with in his cell but just based on the fact that it sounded like that person was laughing like a maniac I'm pretty sure it was Joker that was going to be my other thought but then when they didn't say but I was like okay well maybe they're just allowing this to you know just you know planting seeds for later yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it was Joker because Joker's known for for that maniacal laugh, and and I think that's what I was hearing. <laughs> okay, you know, it's 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 interesting. So it sounds like you tend to prefer the like the darker, more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I think I don't know if maybe it's just because of where the world is right now. Like, I I kind of hope they loosen up a little bit on some of the darker. Um, like I have no problem with them being grounded, but you know, a little bit of fun is fine. And just with everything that's going on in the world, just you know, it's it's already dark in reality. I don't I don't need all of the darkness on the movie screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I get that, but I um. I, I think I like it. And I think part of why I like it is because the darkness that I'm seeing on that screen is is worse than the darkness that's in the current reality. And I think that's one of the reasons why, like for me, like Law and Order SVU is a bit of a comfort show because it's like, okay, I'm seeing these horrible, terrible crimes, but I mean, it, it's better than, like it's, it's, it, it makes me feel better about, you know, whatever is happening currently for me because like okay well it's not as bad as as what I'm seeing here you know (laughs) I don't know about that I don't know every time I open up Twitter every time you look at the news I'm just like Jesus Christ reality sucks well okay yes I know there's a lot of crazy things happening in the world but at least you know at least on on most days hopefully um you know, things aren't as, as bad in your personal life as what you see in Gotham or SVU or like something where it's like really dark and, and, and horrible. <laughs> I mean, this is true. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not having like SVU-like experiences. Um, it's just, I do feel like, and this might probably me being dramatic when I look at reality, 
I start to feel like our reality is starting to morph into an episode of the the, the Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Well, I don't know about that. I, I haven't watched it. <laughs> well, you know, it was on it was on my list to, to to swap pilots with you, so maybe we'll get to it one day. All right. So, you're, as the DC expert, um, do you know what's coming out next? Do you know, or what's coming out next that you're excited about? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's coming up next. Did they ever make Aquaman 2? I think they did. Um, but I did not watch it. I didn't watch any of the Aquaman movies. I saw it in theater because my mom likes Jason Momoa. Oh, well, I like him as well. But... <laughs> <laughs> I um I haven't seen it. Okay, so here are some of the things that are coming up. So we have um, Black Adam starring Dwayne Rock Johnson. That's going to be coming out soon. It looks like October 21st, 2022. And then we have, um, let's see. Ooh, Batgirl. That's supposed to come out 2022 starring Leslie Grace, who was one of the stars of In the Heights. Okay. That's coming soon. Oh my goodness. Um, another Aquaman movie in 2023. Oh, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard. Okay. So that's the, uh, that's the second one then. Is it the second or the third? Or I don't know how many of those movies they've been doing. Oh, maybe the second. I don't know. Okay. So sequel. The it Flash was- in 2023. Wonder Woman 3 coming out and another superman reboot yeah they have they have a lot in the works (laughs) okay so for the sequel sorry for aquaman they were supposed to start doing in 2021 so but it says that in june of 2021 they production has begun so okay it's only the second one but yeah so this sounds like there's a lot that's coming out yeah dc has a lot coming out so hey there's there's things to watch all right well um yeah, I so I I suggested this one for the podcast because Christina has been so good about watching my animated suggestions and my uh, historical stuff. Uh, so I, I definitely had to do her a solid and um, and and get some DC action superhero uh, genre stuff for her. So um, I I'm sure by the time these roll around, I will probably owe you. <laughs> another superhero well and 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 you know i guess in general i am a dc fan but um i don't watch all dc movies i don't love all dc movies but i i, I think uh yeah there, there's there's some more that, that we can watch <laughs> okay sounds good all right um i think that's good anything else you want to say last thoughts no i think i've said everything that I wanted to say about this movie. And Chris, that's C-A-R-M-E-N-A-N-D-K-R-I-S. And you can find me personally at Carmen Bree, C-A-R-M-E-N-B-R-I-E. And where can they find you, Christina? 
And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Miss Christina 617. That's M-I-S-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A 617. All right, guys. Till next time. Thanks for listening.